0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too
2: the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia.
1: Caught touchdown, Chargers. Yes, touchdown, Buffalo.
2: Josh Allen.
0: This Buffalo attack, where you're like, oh shoot, we got to stop Josh Allen this passing
2: attack. Uh oh, no, we got to stop James Cook in this running attack. You don't know where to start. The important thing is we get ourselves rested and ready to go, and we play at a very high level. Jordan Phillips, place him on injured reserve.
3: Tom um, Watson, yes! James Cook, Little Dirty Junior, Mike Danger,
0: take of the year. We'll go through all the nominees. We'll crown our. T- of the year champion our final show of 2023 here on the fan gene Battaglia.
2: happy holidays to you and your family we appreciate all your time this year and uh happy new year to you and all the best here come the Buffen, many Leafs fans in
3: the building. Go Leafs. Final score at the Blue Cross Arena, Cleveland Monsters 5, Rochester Americans 3. Make sure you have a take, and that the take does not suck. Takes
0: on tap. Let's go! 95.7 FM and
3: AM 950, The Fan, Rochester.
0: Hey, good afternoon. Welcome on into the sports bar. It's Danger and patagly. So glad you're with us and listening along locally at 95.7 FM, AM 950. The Fan Rochester Sounds, it's best in the free-to-download Odyssey app. We're also streaming live on YouTube and on Twitch at The Fan Rochester, even on your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. I'm Mike Danger. Over there is Gene Battaglia. Thank
2: you, Mike Danger. You are a very generous man. I show the camera what my <laughs> gift is. We're sitting
0: here today. Hashtag box wine yes. mafia. We
2: have to stick together.
0: I know you and the executive producer prefer a little rosé. I like to call it brosé. <laughs> Uh, and I brought you a glass as well. If you wanted yeah, to crack that at some point I, this afternoon, you may. Well, I, uh, what are you? What are you drinking? I'm there? enjoying uh, a fine uh, bourbon that was left for my, me in my desk uh, from a coworker today. As uh, I walk, walked into my office, saw it there. I'm like, oh, that's nice. A fresh bottle of bourbon in my office. Guess who's having some bourbon. As
2: we wrap up the year, our final episode of the Sports Bar for 2023. Well, with apologies to the executive producer, I'm not going to wait. And for everybody watching right now on YouTube and Twitch, all you do is you push in. Yes, a simple you, step-by-step tutorial. You, uh, I like the one uh, box that says, hey, push in and pull it out like you own it, because after all, you, you do. do own mm-hmm, the box. So mm-hmm. you just got to reach in there, and you've got to pull out. Why are you laughing here, Derek? Reach in and pull up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, no, I'm not struggling. I'm just. I can't believe I said that. Thank you. Okay, uh, of course,
0: dude. Please, box wine mafia. We got to stick okay. together, man. Everybody knows that. There we go. You got it. You got it popped
2: open there. Oh yeah, and then uh, you just crack off the, the seal. You crack the seal. Yep. Oh, I got to twist it off. There we go. Oh, this is uh, great radio here mm. listening to me drink.
0: Well, it's also video. It's it's great yeah. It's great video as well at, at the Fan Rochester on YouTube and on Twitch. While you're getting sorted over there with your bottle yeah. or your box of brosé, I can tell you that uh, later this afternoon, uh, later this hour, in fact, we'll be speaking with Andy Barons from Yahoo Fantasy Sports. He joins us every Thursday during football season to get your fantasy football lineup set and it's playoff season in fantasy football. We're in uh, week... 16 already, semifinals maybe yeah. for some. Um, Andy will help you optimize your lineup as week 16 gets underway tonight. We've got uh, the Saints visiting the
2: Rams. Yeah, and that that's one question because Puka Nakua has either been boom or bust. What do you do if you have him going into playoff? I want to just get Andy's thoughts here. Now, this didn't infect a lot of people, but on Monday night... Geno Smith was active but didn't play. Now, chances are you're in the playoffs. You have a better quarterback than Geno Smith, unless you're in a super flex league and that did catch some people off guard there. So, I mean, that's the biggest uh, middle finger to a fantasy player. Pete Carroll hates fantasy football by making that move.
0: Of course he hates fantasy football. Is there a single coach that likes fantasy football? They all hate fantasy football. They're probably not big on sports gambling either. They probably don't care about over-under props. By the way, I like Cooper Cup to go over his uh, Uh, receiving prop tonight. Uh, So we'll have Andy Barons on with us here uh, later on this hour. And uh, we'll, we'll get your Week 16 lineup set, fantasy football wise. But everybody really knows. Wow, you can hear you can hear the wine just rushing into the gut. That's a heavy pour, my friend. Are you going to be okay? I'm it's worried not, about it's you. the Holidays, dude. I'm worried about you. By the time we get to happy hour, you're going to be all set. I want you to nurse that one. We get you well, a sippy cup.
2: Yeah, that's uh, Andy being our only guest today. Because well, check that. No, I forgive me. I forgot we have. Dan Coates from the Rochester Nighthawks joined us in the 5 o'clock hour. Captain, right? Yeah, and uh, he came back for one more year, the defenseman. He's 36, and to me, it's kind of a clue. Like, hey, I want to come back, give it one more shot here because the Nighthawks last year making the postseason but losing to the eventual champ in Buffalo. Um, The Nighthawks are home Saturday night against uh, Vancouver. So if you're looking for something fun to do, let's be honest here. If you're not going to make the investment in Peacock or not going to go out (laughs) um, and you're just going to follow Walling on the phone, well, you could do that with a bunch of other Bills fans by going to the Nighthawk game Saturday. That's
0: right. Uh, Busy weekend for sports in in the Flower City Blue Cross. We'll be buzzing again Friday night with the Amhersts. And then, of course, you the Nighthawks on Saturday. So we'll talk to Captain Dan Coates of the Rochester Nighthawks during last call before we close up shop for 2023 here in the sports bar. You're welcome to join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub wingman line. 866-4FAN is that number. Award-winning barbecue from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub at the new location at 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester. That's GoodSmokeBBQ.com.
2: By the way, like one of my main benefits of box wine, you just violated. Nobody should know the pitch count. And might oh, that's a heavy pour. Are you going to be okay, buddy? Oh, I love like, I, what no, I? I
0: thought you were more worried about what's left. <laughs> and like, leave some for the executive producer. It's there for both of you to enjoy, you animal.
2: No, there's, there's good three and a half... Bottles in a box.
0: <laughs> the value in that danger. I understand. I understand. And I, I told you earlier this year, Gino, th- this wasn't a take of the year nominee. But you know, you've been talking box wine with me for as long as we've known each other, and I've made fun of you for it for as long as I've known you. Until I broke down and just tried it one time. I was at the liquor store, and I said, "You know what? Just a humor, Gene. I'm gonna do it." And I'm like, eh, "Not bad. The value." For the price, I, I, I'm okay with it. I'm going to do this from now on. Instead of having to buy a bottle every week, week and a half, I buy a, a box and I'm good for a good three weeks. A little less than a month, right? You have 30 days to enjoy that. Yeah. You're, Once you crack good. it open, I'm yeah. good.
2: It's a good summertime, and and the rosé is good year round, mm-hmm. especially this. Time, I'm a right? I'm a
0: Pinot guy. I like my Pinot Noir, and uh, usually do a, a glass of the Pinot Noir. With dinner every night, just go right to the box when I walk in the door. The, the girls know at this point, like get daddy his his glass of wine, pour it out of the box. Mm. They they know what's up. Like that's yeah. Uh,
2: so wow. yeah, you, you converted me. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag box,
0: box wine, wine mafia. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, yeah, this is our last show of the calendar year, and so we invite your calls 4 fan eight six six four three two six. You can write to us on X, our handle the fan. Rochester, and this is one of my favorite shows of the year. If I had to say favorite shows, certainly camp shows, when we do the NFL draft, anytime the Bills implode, not that it's a favorite, but those are always interesting, Um, but this one is right up there, if not at the top, just kind of looking back and listening to some of this fantastic sound from 2023.
0: Yeah, and also we should give recognition to you, the audience, the listener, our regulars. Without you, we are nothing. Uh, You guys make this happen for us, and we get this privilege of being able to talk sports in the Flower City for three hours every afternoon because you give us some of your most valuable and precious commodity, your time. I want to highlight a couple of uh, the greatest listeners on the planet. We know that Chris in South Central Kentucky might not be listening today Mm -mm. because it's his 40th birthday coming up this weekend, and he's on the road. I think it's today is actually his 40th birthday, yeah. Peter, our pollster, who always uh, puts up polls for us on uh, X at the Fan Rochester, sent us a DM. Uh, it's end of year. You know, like Spotify does their Wrapped, where they tells you, like, these are the songs you listen to more than any other song. The artist you listen to. Odyssey does something similar, and they email everybody that uses the app and says, hey, you spent the most time with X. And Peter shared his message with us. Peter has spent a total of 7,457 minutes listening to the fan Rochester in the past year. He is a super fan in the top 1% of the fans' listeners. So raising a glass to Peter, raising a glass to Chris from South Central Kentucky, raising a glass to every other regular who helps make this possible for us here on the Fan Rochester,
2: yeah. Is uh, who would have known danger? <laughs> we are going to be rolling here through year number eight of the show. Who knew it was going to last this long here? So here's to many more. Absolutely.
0: Um, all right, we've um, we've got a lot to get to when it comes to take of the year, and we've got a few minutes here before we get to Andy Barron's uh, from Yahoo Fantasy Sports. I, I made the executive decision. I didn't think you were going to have any problem with this, Gino. I, I, there is one last nominee that we haven't really given proper recognition to. And it's, it's really because it came in under the wire. It really happened um, a week ago where one of our regulars called in. And this is the only take of the year nominee that is generated from one of our listeners, one of our regulars. We talk about him frequently. When he calls in, he gets free reign. He gets to say and do pretty much whatever he wants to do. He is the benchmark that we hope all of you strive to be when you call into the sports bar. Why? Because he has takes. And his takes are strong. They're not out of bounds. They're not crazy. They're not delusional. They're strong. They're backed up. And there's personality that goes with those takes. So if I may, I'd like to fire up the award music here for Take of the Year. You'll be hearing this frequently throughout the afternoon here as we set the mood in the sports bar. Take of the Year nominee, I present to you, Adam from Irondecoit. Bill Belichick is not one of the top five greatest head coaches of all time.
3: My favorite football nuggets are first and foremost my Bills winning. But the close second is anything that makes the chowder heads from Boston choke on their shellfish. All right, A little bit of Maury Povich here bill belichick you are not the greatest coach of all time yes it's the truth and i don't even think he's in the top five all right he's a good coach no doubt no doubt but t- tell me the super bowl he won without tom tell me boy where where is it no rings without tom all right and let's be honest he drafted him on a whim he didn't know he was getting right if he did he wouldn't have drafted him in the seventh round and he sure as hell wouldn't have been playing behind drew Bledsoe. You could make an argument that Mo Lewis deserves as much credit as Belichick does for the run that Brady gave him, all right? Now we know why Belichick is always so grumpy. How happy would you be if you were the trophy husband of the greatest player of all time? You accidentally drafted, all right? As I stated before, I have no hate for Brady, save for the fact that I had to see him twice a year for the better part of two decades, all right? In the three seasons since Brady has left, one playoff appearance, and I was happy to witness as the Bills... Dunked on the, on the Patriots with the most perfect playoff game of all time. All right. That's what we've seen since Brady has left New England. All right? For me, the criteria for a great coach is pretty simple, right? Get the absolute best out of the players that you have, right? And you look at the number of quarterbacks just this year, right? How many times, look at you just mentioned it, Cleveland. Cleveland four freaking quarterbacks this year, and they're in the playoff line. Tell me a time that New England has ever lost that much talent and still been competitive. They had one year when Brady got hurt, Mitchell came in, they made the the playoffs, they still got bounced by Kansas City early, right? They're they're nothing without Brady, all right? I would put Andy Reid, Don Shula, and the last three head coaches of the Pittsburgh Steelers ahead of, of Hoodie up there, all right? Bill Collar went to the Super Bowl with Neil O'Donnell as his quarterback. Mike Tomlin, granted, had Roethlisberger for most of his 16 years there. He's never had a losing season. And Roethlisberger, when he's not beating up his girlfriends or getting addicted to drugs, was never consistent the way that, that, that Belichick had quarterbacks for. All right? Bottom line: Billy has enjoyed 20 years of riding the wake of some SoCal greatness via Ann Arbor on the roll of the dice draft. And regardless of the outcome of this year for the Bills, I am sure, no doubt, that I will have at least the next 10 years to the laugh at the most obnoxious fans in the NFL while they rue the day that Brady took south for the Florida for, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm out.
0: That's Adam and Irondale. Yeah. Adam from Irondale with a 2023 Take of the Year nominee. Bill Belichick is not one of the top five quarterback uh, uh, head coaches of all time.
2: All right, so let me ask you a question, Danger. Just kind of to confirm, of all of our nominees mm-hmm. here, that's the only one that's actually a caller, correct? Correct. So can we give Adam a special category, mm-hmm. caller of the year? Yes. I'll
0: drink to that. Oops. Yes, absolutely. I will drink to that. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to raise All a right, glass Adam. to Adam from Aranaquite. By the way, thank you for your service. Yeah. Thank you for being a loyal sports bar regular. And thank you for giving us the fire and the takes. We appreciate Adam from Aranaquite, our lone caller, take of the year nominee. And now you know that's the benchmark. That's what you need to strive for when you're calling into the sports bar.
2: That's our guy, Adam. So Adam is serving. He's in Michigan right now, and that's why we say Adam from Irondaquite. And what I like about Adam, other than the strong takes, he doesn't call in every week and call in every day. Like he, we may go months as we did without hearing, but when he calls, I know danger. You know it's going to be great. He can so. call by the way yeah. every day if
0: he wanted to. He gets that exact – That's what he gets for being our 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 take of the year caller nominee. He he has free reign. He it, could,
2: it, yeah, it, it's the reserved parking spot. Come on in. That's right.
0: Yeah. That's right. Uh, really strong stuff from Adam from Irondequoit. It is our take of the year special, our final show of 2023, the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia, where we recap some of the strongest takes of the past 12 months. Uh, let's go back to the beginning of 2023 the season had just come to an end the nfl season had just come to an end and we were left with questions what will he do will he or won't he come back i'm talking about tom brady would he retire and then unretire again would he retire and have it be for real this time well there was one analyst on the nfl network who really really was was moved by tom brady's retirement in fact so much so i don't think he's ever going to forget where he was when Tom Brady retired. Take of the year nominee. Not for its greatness, for its lack of (laughs) self-awareness I guess. Yes. We give you... Sean O'Hara,
4: this is a, a huge
3: moment, not just for Tom Brady, not just for the NFL, but like for all of us. You know, look, uh, people remember where they were when JFK was assassinated. You remember where you were with 9/11? I tell you something, can I interrupt you real quick.
4: He, his first start was a week after 9/11. That's how long ago he's been
3: playing. I was, I came out the same year as him, 2000, and he's still playing. 23 years. That's a long time, but. I'm going to remember this. Like, I'm going to remember who I'm, I'm with. Uh, Kyle's going to remember he was in Vegas. Um, you, you're going to remember where you were when Tom Brady announced his official retirement. And it sounds like this one's for real.
2: Nope. I don't remember. Do you remember where you were, Danger? clue. Nah, I don't clue. remember where
0: I was. Nope. I remember hearing that and then saying, oh, that's a take of the year nominee yep. for being ridiculous.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's say uh, where you were. Well, I wasn't alive when JFK was shot. I certainly was alive with 9 11. And I remember where right. I was. And you remember where you were 9 11. I'm going to remember. Why would you even compare? I'm going to remember
0: Sean O'Hara's take more than I'm going to remember Tom Brady actually retiring. Somebody actually thinking that Tom Brady retiring is as memorable as 9-11 or JFK's
2: assassination. Whew. Yeah, I'll remember that. See, this is what makes our award show different and great. We can have the best, and we also can have a Razzie. Congratulations to the Sean O'Hara. <laughs> um, I want to showcase you, Gene
0: Battaglia, with... A take of the year nominee. This is this is my favorite. I mean, uh, you've said a lot of great things this year. You've said some things that I, I disagree with. You said some th- things that I agree with. But this is one when I heard it, I'm like, oh, that's that's a great take, <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time I hear it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for our 2023 take of the year presentation here in the Sports Bar, I'd like to present Gene Battaglia,
2: Jack is not a real name. By the way, Jack is not a real name. You don't know. That's a take? No, it's it's not. Like honestly, the name is Jonathan. That's why, like, name your kid Jonathan, and Jack is kind of like the way... It, Wait a minute. Jack
0: is... Are you saying Jack is short for Jonathan? What, what do you mean Jack is not a real name?
2: You don't name your kid Mike. You name him Michael.
0: Uh-huh. So what's You the- don't
2: name your kid Nick. You name him Nicholas. Uh-huh.
0: So where does Jack come from?
2: Jonathan. Jack John comes... Or John. Or John.
0: comes from Jonathan. Yeah. Where does Jack come from? Jack comes from John or Jonathan. Really? Jack tweeting us. You said just not a real name. I think you summoned Jack by saying, hey, Jack, by the way, by the way, this guy over here says your name isn't real. That's his take.
2: Jack is probably a Jonathan
0: or John. I I would like confirmation on that from one of our regulars on Twitter. Jack tweeting us. I'm still stunned by Jack isn't a real name. It's a great take. (laughs) And also, I also like the guys that are named what they're named. But when you look at them, they don't look like their name. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't really look like a Eugene, if I'm being honest with you. Okay, you're. Both, you're I'm a, what am I, Carl? What no, am I? you're Rick. I'm a Rick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Thanks. Rick
0: Pataglia. <laughs> you're, you're not a. You're not Gene or Eugene. You're Rick. Rick Pataglia With me, Mike Danger here in the sports bar. Jack isn't a real name. And if you have the name Jack, you might not look like your name jack that tweets us though looks like a jack yeah, that looks like a jack yeah jack you're cool but it's not your real name jack we want confirmation if jack is actually short for what did you say jonathan? john
2: john or yeah john or jonathan <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but these fam- parents the name the kids jack I just you know. yeah it's a strong name all right i I, re- I will have to respectfully decline this nomination here's why what was the date on that? Do you remember the context of that? That this is important why that date came about. That was in April. April nineteenth. Okay. And what was I talking about? Giving you reasons not to like Jack Eichel. Oh. So now there's uh, Stanley that, Cup. Yep. So yeah. putting it in its proper context now, can you appreciate the take a little bit I more? I
0: understand. Yeah, I understand where that comes from. Jack is not a real name. It's almost as if you want to insult Jack Eichel, and that's all we can come up with now. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, buddy. You don't have well, a real name. Your name isn't real. Yeah, you want a <laughs> Stanley Cup, and yeah, you left us all behind in Buffalo, but your, your name is—you're a fraud.
2: That's not a real name. Maybe I can go with a sign to Buffalo when they come back in March. Jack is not a real name. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. Uh, before we get to Andy Barron's, a, a
0: moment of reflection. Just so we know where we were, so we can understand where we're going. Our 2022 Take of the Year recipient was none other than Bet MGM Tonight's Trista Crick, who last year in 2022 was a regular in the sports bar, joined us on a weekly basis. We love Trista. And... I don't even remember what led to this evisceration of the city of Philadelphia, but Trista did not hold back, leading to her winning 2022 take of the year. A little retrospective here from Trista Crick.
1: They just stink. They just stink in every way. Like, they think they're a big market. The fans are obnoxious. The fans are the kind of people who walk around with with dirty feet and slides, like with no socks on, in the middle of the summer, it's just like there. It's just like the city itself. I don't really like, particularly the food's not that good. Like you go around there, and you're like, you walk around city, the city of Philadelphia, you're like, man, this is a this is a trash hole. This is like a dumpster fire of a city. I, like there's maybe like some pockets of, of beauty, but there's just nothing green. It's concrete everywhere. And I think they have a very high opinion of themselves in Philadelphia. They think that they should be winning more than they do. And, like, truthfully, they should all just lock in on the process, just being in a p- perpetual state of the process.
5: I mean,
2: <laughs> the, the, the hallmark of a great take, has that burned out, meaning are you tired of that? No. No. Every time I listen to that, like, wow, just to kind of review, they stink, they're obnoxious, <laughs> They have dirty feet and sweaty, and with their slides, their food's not good. It's a trash hole. There's nothing green. It's a concrete jungle, and just lock in on the state of the process. Yeah, that's good. Wow. Yeah
0: absolutely eviscerating the city of Philadelphia. Wow,
2: and the the fact that you and I were getting messages weeks after that, Mm -hmm. and probably people are hearing that for the first time, maybe saying, I'm offended. I have a family in Philadelphia. We do say, good
0: take." split the audience. Andy Behrens from Yahoo Fantasy is going to join us next. We will uh, set your Week 16 lineup if you're in the postseason of your fantasy playoffs. We'll get you set for that, and uh, we'll get to more Take of the Year nominees uh, throughout the course of this afternoon here on the Fan Rochester.
4: You're listening to The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite
0: teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey.
4: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
1: the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
4: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
2: The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Buffalo Bills officially placing Jordan Phillips on injured reserve, meaning his regular season is over. Phillips had surgery on his wrist this week. Head coach Sean McDermott assessing the defensive. You know, play. we'll
3: just have to take it one week at a time and just see how we come out of this game and and um, see what, what the roster looks like. Um, you know, we're a little light right now in defensive tackles as it is, uh, just trying to practice out there and uh, yesterday. And and so, you know, I think we'll we'll make an evaluation of that once we get out of this game.
2: Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen once again did not practice today, casting doubt to his status. Bills and Chargers Saturday, hear the game on 96.5 WCMF. Week 16 begins tonight. It's the Rams and Saints. We'll talk some fantasy football one last time this year with Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy joining us next. Sabres hockey tonight, they host Toronto. Our coverage begins at 7. Jim Taglin, the sports leader, the fan Rochester.
3: Top-shelf sports talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. On the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester.
0: Back in the sports bar, it's Danger and Bataglia. Week 16 of the NFL gets underway tonight as the Rams host the Saints Fantasy relevance, fantasy playoffs, setting your lineup, getting you a win, getting you to the championship. Andy Behrens from Yahoo Fantasy here to help with all of that in the sports bar. And Andy, if you're lucky enough to continue to be playing relevant fantasy football, playing in a semifinal and looking forward to a championship. Hey, tonight's game has some, some significant relevance. There's some players in tonight's game.
5: Oh, it's got some real juice, yeah. Um, Kyron Williams is basically the waiver ad of the year. He's somebody who who claimed the starting role in in the Rams backfield before the season even began. We didn't realize it, right? Um, so we were all scooping him up after week one and he's uh, he currently leads the NFL in rushing yards per game. he's gonna he's gonna clear a thousand yards for the season tonight and this is only his eleventh game. He's been incredible and he's been even better since coming back from IR. so, you start with him and then obviously the Rams two top receivers have been crazy. Like if Kyron Williams is the waiver out of the year, Puka Nakua is um, certainly honorable mention, probably one a they've, they've just been great. They've been, I don't know. I like, I feel like there should be a lesson that we can learn from the Rams this year. And, and maybe it's as simple as um, we should have believed everything they were telling us throughout the off season. Right? Like norm, normally I don't know. You hear off-season sunshine from teams and you just kind of roll your eyes because you expect nothing but good news in the summer. But, man, the Rams were telling us, you know, Matt Stafford's fine. The elbow's not an issue. He's healthy. And that guy looks like, I don't know, he looks like the version of Matt Stafford from 10 years ago. He's, he's, he, every week he makes a couple throws. That are only available to five or six quarterbacks in the NFL. So that team in particular has been super exciting.
2: Yeah, here's another lesson here, Andy, and that is when we get to draft uh, day next year, um, don't trust Pete Carroll. Like he's going (laughs) to lie to you about the running backs that somebody's okay when really they're not okay. But why would you keep active Geno Smith and then not play him if he's not healthy? And a lot of people be saying, okay, Geno Smith. Hopefully he wasn't your fantasy quarterback. Hey, if you were in a super flex league like I was and my opponent wasn't paying attention and I guess that's another lesson Andy you just can't go by the icon that says out or active when it comes to playoff time you really have to read up on everything here leading up to kickoff
5: yeah, we do not get a lot of those scenarios, right? We had, um, you, you might remember last season when mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield, remember when Baker Mayfield showed up with the Rams and he'd been there for like two days yeah. and he, and he crammed with the playbook for like 48 hours and he ended up um, not starting. I think it was a Thursday night game against the Raiders. John Wolford started, but it was like ceremonial and then Baker Mayfield took over almost immediately, right? I think that was the scenario. And that really messed up, like, the Superflex community in a big way because you were you were waiting until the last possible moment to figure out who was starting that damn game. Um, and it felt like that again. Uh, but in, in honestly, a, a much better matchup. Like, Philadelphia has been giving us, you know, the the overall QB1, QB2, QB3 throughout the season. That has been a very friendly defense, a defense that we've been picking on. So it mattered who was starting for the Seahawks. Um, and that is as close to lineup setting deadlines as as I can recall ever having to go. And then the other thing that cracked me up about it is as soon as um, as soon as they as soon as they kicked it to the booth and it was Joe and Troy, um, Joe Buck was talking about it as if he'd known for weeks that Drew Locke was going <laughs> to Like he, was, he couldn't have been more casual about it. And he was the one breaking the breaking the news to America.
0: Uh, Andy, uh, we got a couple of games on Saturday. We'll talk about the Bills and Chargers, but that Steelers-Bengals game I think is compelling when you consider that Jamar Chase is out. So are you trusting T Higgins? Do you think the Bengals' passing attack without Joe Burrow can continue to do what it's done and win some games? And we're handing out year-end awards, Andy. I'm speaking for Gene on this one because I know this is how he feels. Most disappointing fantasy player (laughs) of 2023, George Pickens of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Where are we at with this matchup early uh, uh, early window on Saturday?
5: Um, yeah, well, P- Pickens is, you know, P- Pickens is a whole segment unto himself, right? Um, the, the, the total lack of effort last week, the lack of effort um, at various points throughout the season. Mike Tomlin having to devote entire press conferences to, like, a secondary receiving <laughs> option is pretty wild. The fact that broadcast crews now have a camera that is just following George Pickens on the sideline is pretty wild. Huge disappointment. He hasn't found the, like he's a pretty easy fantasy decision because he hasn't found the end zone since October and he hasn't caught more than five balls a game since October. So I don't know if he goes off on your bench. Do you even feel bad? Like George Pickens has given you zero reason. Plus he's got Mason Rudolph starting this week. He's given you zero reason to believe in him. So, I mean, I I wouldn't even honestly, I I wouldn't even feel bad if he has like a a superhero game here and and you don't start him because there's, we've been given no indication that this guy is, is going to be making splash plays for this version of the Steelers. Um, so I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even spend a lot of time thinking about him on the, on the Cincinnati side, obviously being without Jamar Chase is a big deal, but man, T Higgins made himself some money last week. That was an incredible game um, with one of the plays of the year. Um, T, T Higgins, like we're going to get a chance to see what it looks like when T Higgins is the, is the number one for a team. And I bet it's going to look pretty good because Jake Browning's been playing well. He's completing almost three quarters of his passes on the season so far. Uh, he, like it's, he's he's putting up numbers every week. He's given us multiple touchdowns every week. The Bengals are are putting up huge point totals. Um, they're averaging over thirty points per game these last three. Uh, fun matchup. Um, and I, I pretty much trust Browning. I definitely trust Higgins. The other thing that they've found is this rookie running back out of Illinois, Chase Brown, he's getting, he's getting about 10 touches a week since coming back from IR, and he's converted them into over 70 scrimmage yards per game. He just looks fantastic. Every year we get one of these rookies who kind of has fresh legs at the end of the season, and they seem to be moving at a different speed from the rest of the league, and that, that so far has been Brown.
2: Yeah, it's a a lot of backup quarterbacks in this league, as you know, Andy, and there's a Couple of dangerous situations, fantasy wise. I want to pick your brain on uh, one being the Houston Texans. We know that CJ Sprout is not going to be available. Stroud uh, again not clearing concussion protocol. So how does that affect the rest of this Texans offense? Are you feeling at all comfortable playing any of those players? And then we got to monitor a situation uh, with Jacksonville as the line for that game has gone from Pickham, and in the last twenty-four hours, now Jacksonville is getting two on the road against the Buccaneers. So what is that do as far as playing jaguar players
5: yeah this is um you know we'll start we can start with houston and i think with houston it's basically as easy as you know you can play devin singletary and you should probably stay away from everybody else which you know no disrespect to case keenum he's had some nice moments in the league he was fine last week noah brown was fine last week but they are they're facing a Cleveland Browns defense that is, that is very good. Um, and, and unless you're at your absolute best and you've got, you know, you've got your stars, which they don't, um, you know, Nico Collins hasn't been practicing. He's got this calf issue. Obviously Stroud is out. I don't think you want to mess around with the, with the Texans. That's, that's a little bit too dicey for me. And then Jacksonville, of course um, I actually think, you know, maybe this is me being an Iowa apologist, but I think that CJ Bethard, can support a couple of startable fantasy receivers. I don't, I'm not saying that you need to go out there and start CJ Beathard himself. I think he could be a little bit mistake prone, but in the same way that like Nick Mullins can support a viable fantasy offense, I think Beathard can do the same and it's just, it's too good a passing matchup to, uh, to completely overlook, right? The Buccaneers have been one of those defenses where we've been, we've just kind of been picking on them with our receivers and our quarterbacks all year. So obviously you're not starting Beathard, but I think you can give a tentative green light to Calvin Ridley, um, and I think you can give a tentative green light to Evan Ingram as well.
0: I was going to ask you about Nick Mullins and that Vikings offense based on what we saw against Cincinnati last week, Ty Chandler having himself a day, uh, and and your takeaway from Justin Jefferson's afternoon against Cincinnati. We're expecting a lot of points in this NFC North matchup with uh, Detroit coming into Minneapolis uh, this weekend. What's your takeaway from this matchup, Andy?
5: Um, first of all, I'm pretty terrified of Nick Mullins, right? Because, um, they, they had to be thinking about benching him. Um, he threw, he obviously threw a couple of interceptions in the game, but like the two touchdown passes that he threw were not advisable, um, and, and could have easily been picked off, right? One, he's going to the ground when he, when he decides to throw the ball. And the other one is like a scramble drill. He's throwing back across the field, just kind of a miracle play by Jordan Addison, um, so he's a, he's a real dice roll. Um, I do like, from the perspective of somebody who has some Justin Jefferson, has some Jordan Addison, I like that they have a YOLO quarterback, right? I like that they have a guy starting who is just willing to put the ball in the air and see what happens when you throw it to a, to a star receiver. I appreciate that. I just don't think that I could pull the trigger on Mullins necessarily because, I again, I I worry that at some point he gets lifted. Um, Detroit has been a pass-funnel defense. It's difficult to run on them. It is much easier to pass the ball against them. Um, That that said, Ty Chandler sounds like he's going to get something close to a full workload this week. So any any running back who's coming into perhaps 20 touches gets interesting for fantasy.
2: I feel like uh, we got a gift here. On Christmas night, just for us here, you know, the kids can go play and, and, and we can just sit down and watch Baltimore-San Francisco. You could start with the Ravens here because I, I don't think many of us had Keaton Mitchell in our lives. He got 10 touches in at least each of the last three games here, Andy, but now, unfortunately, he's out for the season. So where do those touches kind of go, do you think?
5: Yeah, Keaton Mitchell had just sort of ascended to the top of that backfield committee. Right, and he's he. Uh, it's really unfortunate because you know he's in the, the grand scheme of things, I'm sure he was making okay money, but like this it, it is just this is just the first year for Keaton Mitchell, and you know whole career ahead of him. And now this is he's kind of a speed dependent player too. So you just really hope that he's able to come back from this at full strength and at full speed because um, he was really a wow player for a while there, and and capable of turning any touch into a big play. Um, this. This is obviously good for Gus Edwards, who had, who had kind of been leapfrogged a bit in that backfield. Gus is always somebody that they trust when they get in goal-to-go situations, but his touches were really taking a hit um, with the ascendance of, of Mitchell. So it's good for him, and then it allows Justice Hill to step back into that sort of secondary role that had almost totally disappeared for him, because that backfield was pretty much down to Mitchell and Edwards, and now Justice Hill, who's looked good this year. He just, he just happens to not be as blazing fast as Mitchell um, he had been, he had been sidelined, but now he comes back into the picture. Although you could really only touch him in a, in a, in an extraordinarily large fantasy league, it would probably have to be a 16 teamer before I'm really interested in starting Hill.
0: Andy, I've got a sit start for you from uh, Tim, who's texting into the fan. He wants to know if you should start Brees Hall or Bijan Robinson this weekend.
5: Yeah. Isn't, um, I mean the, the Bijan Robinson question, I just wrote about it today. This has been the most maddening season from Arthur Smith. Um, uh, like absolutely maddening. And the, the number of the, just the number of total touches that they got last week, literally from their best skill players, from guys that they drafted with top eight overall picks in each of the last three drafts, it's just kind of laughable. Like they're, they're not using Kyle Pitts. We know that they're not always using Drake London. We know that. And then to see Bijan Robinson get like half the touches of Tyler Algier, which Tyler is a good player. Um, but Bijan is outproducing him on a per touch basis by a lot this year and Bijan was you know the number eight overall pick in the draft it's his usage is wild um, so I wrote about this this week and it's one of the most difficult like lineup decisions that I'm personally facing in a couple leagues I, when I get into the playoffs I just I just want upside I want I want the highest ceilings that I can get at every spot and I will live with the consequences and sometimes that means kind of a a seemingly reckless decision, right? But I'm always thinking about ceiling, and for me, that's still with Atlanta, and it's still with Bijan over that Jets offense. Now, I will also say the Jets have an incredible matchup. So if Breesall, if, if Breesall finally breaks out and has like his first big game, really big game in forever, um, I guess I could feel bad about it. But man, I, it, it is very difficult for me to sit Bijan right now. I would, I would do it. Arthur Smith has given like if you want cover if you just want to if you just want to tap out on the Arthur Smith Arthur Smith like theater of pain I totally get it he's given you cover to do it you have a good player in Brees Hall but me personally I would start Bijan.
2: Andy, what are your thoughts on the Buffalo offense? I mean, Danger and I and everybody else came back Monday, and my my jaw was dropped Sunday night looking at this team run the ball the way they did in their offensive line. like, oh, my gosh, they finally figured it out. So many thoughts racing through my mind. Number one being James Cook could be a first-round pick next year. Um, And if he's playing this well, I'm wondering, will the Bills actually kind of go back to uh, what their offense was before? So what's the level of caution here? here with Diggs and Gabe Davis and the rest of the bills receivers, knowing that the bills may have found a running game here.
5: Yeah, it was a little bit jarring. I mean, like on the one hand, if you're just, if you're just somebody who quotes like, you know, target share, you can feel okay about the fact that Stefan Diggs saw like a 33% target share last week. But the problem of course was that it was, you know, it was like 15 pass attempts. That's just not going to pay the fancy bills. So it's a little alarming. Um, I mean, this is, this is such a mismatch, right? Like with where the chargers are at right now as a franchise starting Easton Smith, not, excuse me, Easton stick, not really, not, not fielding. I mean, it's kind of a junior varsity lineup, right? Like I don't want to be too disrespectful to them, but at this point it's kind of a JV lineup and I don't think they're going to run anybody out there who is at less than a hundred percent. And I doubt that they're going to like run Austin Eckler to into the ground at the end of the season. So this is just, you know, this, this should be an easy win barring like crazy circumstances. And I realize that Buffalo has had some crazy circumstances this year. And so we never like count chickens and all that, but man, this is quite a mismatch. Um, Cook looks awesome, by the way, to bury the lead here. He like for a minute there, we weren't even sure that like all the preseason, James Cook hype was totally justified. It wasn't totally clear, but then obviously last five games, he has either a hundred total yards or a touchdown or both. And he just single-handedly beat the Cowboys. Um, by, by the way, if I'm in Miami and I'm looking at what James Cook just did to the Cowboys, I want I want to I want to do that exact same thing all day with Mostert and and H and we'll see where that takes me. Right, like they may, may have really found something. Um, James Cook is, is James Cook is obviously like a top five fantasy back this week, and I think you're right. I I think I think there's a pretty strong case for him to sneak into the back end of first rounds next year, especially if he finishes this season the way it looks like he's going to. Because um, it's not just you know it's not just this week's matchup. But then you get, you get like the Patriots in, uh, in week 16. So that's another, you know, it's a good run defense, but it's another very friendly game script for Cook.
0: I wanted to ask you about that Dolphins-Cowboys matchup, Andy, because we all became Dallas Cowboy fans at, at about 7.15 on <laughs> Sunday night. We're going to root hard for the next seven days knowing that they're going to Miami, and we, we, we're hoping that the Cowboys can can dispatch of Miami. Um, more than anything, I mean, you mentioned A. Chan and, and Mostert in the run game for Miami, but how do you think this game plays out? Do you think Dallas kind of wakes up? Do you think they bounce back, given the beatdown that they just got last Sunday?
5: Yeah, if they don't if they don't wake up now, um, then it's not really a question of them waking up. It's more a question of like whether they can do it at all. Like they've been they've been super solid all season. They've kind of they've kind of remade the offense around the talents of their of their actual best skill player, which is probably CD Lamb, right? Um, and he's been very difficult to stop. It was. It was alarming that they couldn't make that competitive last week, especially given some of the some of the injuries uh, defensively to Buffalo. Like I thought that was really jarring. But again, the Cowboys have had a couple spots this year where where they haven't shown up, and it's just it, it's it's a little bit maddening. Remember, they had the, that the weird Arizona game earlier this year that you thought was going to be a lapper for them, and it wasn't. And then they don't even really compete fully against Buffalo. That was a little jarring. Um, I can't believe they're going to give the same sort of effort against uh, against Miami. And but, man, more to the point, I can't I can't stop thinking about um, the day that James Cook just had against the Cowboys. And man, I, if Miami just chooses to hit him the same way with, with Mostert and Achan, I, I, you know, they've had a week to try to figure out how to stop it. So let's see if they do. But these are dangerous players who, when they get a when they get a little bit of a crease, you, you know, they got like four, two, four, three speed, they can run away from you. so um, it could get ugly again.
2: And it's the time of year for tradition. We love traditions. The tradition being, what kind of sweater are you wearing tonight on the show?
5: <laughs> well, Um, not surprisingly, it's, it's pretty festive. Um, I'll, I'll say that I've, I've got, uh, you know, I've got, I've got snowmen, I've got snowballs. I've got, it's, uh, it's, it's about as cheerful and full of good tidings as a sweater can be. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. I always love the, I always love the holiday episode of it. Like our graphics are incredible for it. Um, everybody, generally speaking, everybody dresses up. I don't know, Matt Harmon's kind of a Grinch, so we'll see if he does it, but but I'm certainly going to be, uh, in, seasonally appropriate attire. 90 minutes before kickoff tonight, Andy, on Yahoo! That is that is the deal. We'll, we'll answer all the sit start questions. We'll give you all the late-breaking news. It's it's our most fun show, certainly our most festive show of the year.
0: Well, I know I speak for Gino and, and for everybody that listens to the sports bar here on The Fan. Andy, you've given us countless minutes of, of knowledge, and you've made our fantasy rosters better throughout the course of the 2023 season. Uh, best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you so much for, for your time throughout the course of the season, and can't wait to do it again next year.
5: Oh, man, it's a pleasure. I always enjoy this show. You guys are great. Um, love your listeners. So happy holidays to everyone out there.
2: Thanks, Andy. Happy holidays to you as well. Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy. Catch them tonight on Yahoo Fantasy Live.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow. I just... The, the ride is over too quick. That's my only problem with that conversation. Like, it's week 16. There are only three weeks of NFL football, it's regular season football
2: left. Over quick, but this... It seems like forever ago that the Buffalo Bills lost in New England. I mean, there's been so many twists and turns with this Bill season, and I think Andy might have given us another one, not necessarily to do with Buffalo. Sometimes it's an obvious point that needs to be said. What do you think the Dolphins are doing this week? Like is that gonna hopefully that doesn't ruin your Christmas if you see Mostert and HM running all over the place on the couch. Well, furthermore,
0: I would ask Dallas, what are you doing this week? If yeah. you're if you're Dan Quinn, you're looking at your run defense saying, guys, they, they we can't be exploited like that again. Uh the Bills just had a, a plan that that used Dallas's strength and turned it into their weakness. And they just got off physical. Now, Miami is not Buffalo up front in the trenches. They're missing their center. They have
2: Issues everywhere. Tyreek Hill probably not playing. But the speed is
0: formidable, and we'll see how that all shakes out, man. I, I, uh, I that's a compelling matchup. Those two teams uh, going at it uh, come up uh, coming up on Sunday. I'm I'm looking
2: Ooh. forward to that game. So you do not host Christmas Eve. No, are, are you a, like the Seven Fishes? What time do the Seven Fishes begin? Just that that's after sundown, right? Ah. Uh, I, honestly, I, I don't know what time we're going over. Okay. I, I really don't know. You get to watch though football on Christmas. Oh, Eve. we'll be watching. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, I mean whether it's football on Christmas Eve or, or bowl games on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. I mean we find a way. Me and the brolos will find a way to get a cold one in our hand and huddle around the TV and and you know catch the action as it's happening. Christmas but, Eve, but also yeah. respectfully. When the meal is ready and when it's on the table, mm. there is no dispute. We're going to the table, even if the, the game is oh, in you, the balance. You have to. Out you of respect. To. I mean, come on now. we're in a, It's an Italian family. It's a traditional Italian family. The last thing we're going to do is say, hey, one minute. The game's <laughs> almost over. We'll be right there. No, that ain't going to fly. Not in our house.
2: We were uh, thanking listeners earlier in the show. Another guy we got to thank, one of our favorites, comes out to our show, is Brian and East Hilton, uh, writing to us, thanking us for the recommendation of the bear. Mm. Now – like we, we joke here the list, but move it to the top of your list. And uh, it, like, and if you've gotten to the Christmas episode, <laughs> well, the seven seven joke is
0: the joke is when people come up to you or I. I don't know how you are, but I know if, with me, well, I get recommendation. Oh, you got to see this show. Have you seen this show? Yeah. Oh my god, this show Yellowstone. You got to love it. You got to see Yellowstone. Oh my god,
2: Ozark. You love Ozark. Succession. Uh, oh, man, wait, oh. Billion.
0: Uh, all of the recommendations. Thank you. I will add it to the list. There is no list. But I will tell you that I'm adding it to the list. There's too much.
2: There's just too much content. But you turn you turn me onto the bear. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh
0: that's that's not an episode that I would consider watching around the holidays. Uh it might be a little anxiety inducing if you watch that episode from season two. That's probably gonna win Jamie Lee Curtis all of the awards here coming up in the winter, uh in the early part of twenty twenty four. Um, Speaking of awards. Yes, it is Take of the Year here in the Sports Bar.
2: Our uh, annual tradition continues. We've got more nominees to get to. we got to get to your nomination. You played mine. I think Mike Mike Danger had a take that when I went out to Buffalo, people were pulling me aside saying, wow. We've got uh, takes on tap
0: for Take of the Year from Steve Tasker as well and steve smith former n f l wide receiver agent eighty nine mm. absolutely crushing a current n f l wide receiver we'll get to more take of the year nominees and uh coming up before six o'clock we will unveil our take of the year winner winner of take of the year twenty twenty three that's all coming up here in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 95.7 The Fan. This holiday season, all of your wishes are coming true on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Think about tonight. Maybe you like the Rams on the money line. $150 in bonus bets if they win. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and you've got a wide range of betting options, everything from spreads to player, props, over unders, and more. So, visit FanDuel.com slash Mike. FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E and join me this NFL season on FanDuel, official partner of the NFL 21 plus and physically present in New York first online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required $10 first deposit required bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire 7 days after receipt see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com for help with a gambling problem call one 877 hope ny or text HOPE-NY four six seven three six nine.
3: You're listening to The Sports Bar with
4: Danger in Bataglia. On 95.7 oh, yeah. FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester.
1: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
4: Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.